terms of because everybody plays everybody, you have that chance to say, if you run the table, you run the table type of thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I think it's just uh, you've you've got to co-champions by by trophy. But I think, you know, for seeding playoff purpose wise, you know, we we were seated above Central Missouri because we beat them head to head. So you've got that. Um, you've got that head-to-head -head matchup that you can always rely on if it does come down to a, a tiebreaker type scenario um, for playoff seating or anything like that. So, uh, you know, I think that's uh, the merit is you know, you're in a conference to be in a conference, and if you've got 12 teams uh, in 11 games, you play those 11 games and you move on. You know, I think the struggle for the conference has been the, the why. why. Why do we do this? Um, <clears throat> is it to get three teams in the playoffs, or is it... Um, financial based for for those other you know the, the lower tier teams to go out and get a guarantee game or you know there's just so many reasons why and that's why there's so many pros and cons to it is there's so many different aspects of it that you have to take into consideration um, when it when it comes to the implications of, of what it would actually mean um, to, to each and every school or, or the conference in general you know because I think the getting the three teams in is going to be tough no matter what just because there's four conferences in this region um, and for example I mean Ferris State they only got one team out of that league uh, in this year you know Lindawood jumped out of the league and and ran through the GLVC conference schedule with a couple of losses non-conference and still got in so um, you know there's there's all kinds of examples of what what can and can't happen but um, you can't predict it either you know because I think if we do open the schedule you're gonna to have to do a draw a block um, a blind draw to figure out who's not on your schedule and so you know um, not to pick on any of our colleagues but if it's you know if if um, you know if Lincoln and Northeastern State aren't on your schedule all of a sudden your schedule looks tough um, and then to go and get two non-conference games that um, that don't hurt you uh, would, would be would be would be difficult so um, yeah I think it's kind of becoming more like Division One in that every game's a playoff game. If you're in the Power Five conferences, um, you know every game's a playoff game. If you lose one, you're probably not making it to the playoff. Um, I think until Division Two, until they change their um, their model, and it and it's as long as it's regionalized, I don't know that that is going to is anything's going to really change. So I guess that question is. Does Division Two need to look at maybe what they're doing with the, the regional models and this maybe go instead of region the best 28 teams make it and we go from there instead of what they do now? I mean, that'd be great. I don't think you can do that because of cost reasons at Division Two, you know. Um, but no, that'd be fantastic. I, I don't think anybody would argue against that. Uh, you know, there's certain conferences that get four and five teams in the playoff just because of the way the regions are broke down. Um, so yeah, no, that'd be great. I, we'd be all for that, but. Uh, I don't know that that's the D2 that's the D2 model or the D2 way so um, no I don't yeah that'd be that'd be that'd be fantastic uh, but then once again you're going into it'd be a, probably a lot more flights in the playoffs um, among among other things so uh, that'd be that would be tough it'd be fantastic going back to how the the region broke down this year mm -hmm. um, Lindawood's been kind of the one that's been picked on on everything so far especially with yeah. The Great American Conference kind of upset what they got. Missouri Western didn't get in. Fort Hayes didn't get in with theirs. Is it something for the region? Because I really don't know how the committee decides either on any of that type of stuff. Sure. It's just basically where they kind of 
say just they just go okay here's your win loss record here's your strength of schedule and just go from there or just kind of it does a vary year to year on what they kind of think too yeah I, I can't speak to it either I, I haven't been on that on that regional committee um, but just looking at it intuitively you know I think I think wins and losses is the main thing they look at you know because I think teams with three losses didn't get in um, you know where it gets tough is the teams with two losses and I think that's where you know, Lindenwood probably did get an edge over um, over Henderson State because they had a couple of non-conference games that I think increased their strength of schedule. Um, now, because they're, you know, they ran through their conference undefeated, um, it probably gave them that edge there. So, you know, to, to Henderson's demise, having a having a closed schedule is probably not so good. But you know, we talked a little bit about a little bit about it yesterday at at the MIAA meetings and. You know there was a opportunity there if if Henderson beats um, watched all that last game of the year. There's probably one undefeated team and six one-loss teams that make it into the playoff, um, and then you've got you know whoever's looking outside with two losses. But that kind of goes back to to, to you got to win the games on your schedule, and um, if you know if you lose one, you're probably on the bubble or or close to it, and if you lose two, you're squarely on the bubble in this region. Um, so that that's the that's the reality, but it, you know it comes down to our league is just so tough, top to bottom. Um, you know even the, the you know Lincoln Northeastern, uh, Missouri Southern, those programs are getting better. They're you know every year they're kind of itching up. I know Northeastern had a new coach this year and they went 0-11, but I think they're going to win some games in the future um, with with Coach Eckert. I think he's going he's going to do things the right way and try to build it. Um, but then you've got you know Washburn's been in the playoffs, Pittsburgh in the playoffs, Western's in the playoffs. Obviously Hayes and us the last couple of years, um, Emporia three or four years in a row there. So, you know, you've got a lot of programs that have been, have done it and been there in the last five or six years. So, um, it's a tough conference. It's it's hard to do, um, you know, but it just kind of comes down to just winning the games that you've got and and trying to be there at the end of the season. How do you, from your perspective, how do you balance what's best for the conference with what's best for Northwest and kind of yeah playing both sides i guess too yeah yeah it's hard it's difficult because you know when you go into those meetings it's i'm representing northwest missouri state but we're trying to make decisions that's best fit for the conference and so you know that's that's where that comes and goes and you got to slide from one side to the other um and so for me you know it's hard we've been to the playoffs 16 years in a row or 17 years in a row whatever it is now and you know we've had open schedule in that time frame we've had open schedule we've had closed schedule um, and and everything in between so it's it's hard to it's hard to really kind of face that and once again I go back to the why it's is are we trying to get three teams in the playoffs are we trying to get those lower teams an opportunity to win more games schedule NAI games whatever um, are we trying to get the middle tier teams to where the the you know the playoffs are, are more of a um, are more of an option, so it's just it's very difficult um, to to balance that depending on what topic it is and what meeting you're talking about and how much money's at stake, uh, et cetera. Because I've got you know I've got um, everybody, all of us, are the athletic directors and SWAs. We've got you know 120 to 140 kids on a football roster that we're trying to look out for. Uh, but then long term, you want what's best for the conference because our conference is so strong, and not just in football, in in every program every sport um, you know we had national titles in track and field uh, men's basketball uh, rowing last year volleyball 
you know, Nebraska Kearney made it to the game last weekend, made the national championship game last weekend. So, um, you know, women's basketball, women's soccer, we've had all these national championships across every program. And it's because each one of our schools brings a different strength and a different opportunity to the conference. So um, you, you don't want to lose that. You don't want to, to make decisions that affect um, our, our membership and our enrollment if it's, if it's negative. Uh, if it's positive, then those are the those are the, the decisions we need to make. And I think that's why this, this decision is so big because football does drive so much and it is so impactful to our region, to our conference that, um, but at the same time, it's, it's, there's some risk involved and it's just trying to mitigate that risk and make sure that it's, it's the right decision. So, um, like I said, there's, there's so many pros and cons to it. It's, it's hard to, to mesh through it and figure out what's best and we've got you know three different groups trying to trying to uh, give their opinions and trying to figure it out between the football coaches the administrators and our, and our presidents and chancellors so uh, it's a challenge it's it's been muddy it's been a work um, but uh, but I feel like at the end of the whole thing we will we'll make the right decision and we'll, we'll do what's best for the conference and uh, and and hopefully uh, we'll see some success out of it. And then this kind of the last part of this, the scheduling wise, mm -hmm. for Northwest finding teams wanting to play up here, or yeah. what, what it is, that that's going to be part of maybe a challenge too, finding teams that maybe want to yeah. match up in non-con if that's the case too. Yeah, I mean, it could be, it might not be. I guess that's the, that's the, that's the hard part, you know, I, there might be teams that say, you know, I see a little chink in Northwest armor and we want a piece, you know, we want a piece of that, see if we can knock them off. And so they might agree to a home and home. Uh, which would be which would be ideal, um, but if they're not going to do that to try to get a home game here, yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to pay a pretty hefty guarantee to get to get schools to come here and, and play for for one game. But you know, I don't think that would be our goal. I think we'd probably want to do home and homes and that sort of thing. But um, you know, but nothing's guaranteed either. So um, it's uh, it could be a challenge. I don't know. We've never had to do it. We ever I say never. We haven't had to do it in a while since we've had a closed schedule. So. Um, Trying to figure out who would who would want to come and play, but you know, in the past, um, Ren and Coach T and Dr. Bob did a great job of getting you know Saginaw Valleys to come in here and play Arkansas Techs when they were open. We had Abilene Christian come up and play, and we had some really good first game of the year non-conference games that fit and uh, and helped us um, to get in the playoffs a couple of those years. And then you know a lot of those teams we played them. I think Abilene Christian we played them twice those two years we played them first game of the year and then also played them in the playoffs so um, there was some good competition they're out there I think the games are there it's and it's not one of those that you know um, the, my other athletic directors it's not that we're afraid to work afraid to go get it it's just um, if the system's not broken do we need to fix it and I think that's the argument is you know for some I think they feel like it is broken and it's not working um, it's not uh, it's not fair for for all um, but it's hard to say that when everybody plays the same schedule, you know, how's it, you know, if you finish, if you're first in the conference or second in the conference and you've got an opportunity to go uh, to the playoffs, uh, we all have that same, that same opportunity at the beginning of the year. So, uh, like I said, it goes round and round. There's pros and cons. There's ups and downs. Um, there's people that are strongly for it, people that are strongly against it. Um, I can't say where I sit, truthfully. I'm, I'm, Right now, if you made me choose, I'd say leave it closed. Um, but you know, there's I'm I'm not set in my ways either. I think if if the right um, if the if the right you know 
plan is laid out, then, then I can probably get on board with it. But, um, but it's also one of those I've got to rely on, on Coach Wright and his, his expertise in football and, and, what, and what's best for, for our program and what's going forward and, and just try to, to continue to talk to, to colleagues and figure out what's best for the conference and, and each, in each university.